too? I wasn't even ready yet. So, so what? Do I just insert a hot take here or something? Hi, T! LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to repeat, but they are going to play the Knicks in the Eastern Conference Championship, and the Jets are going to be in the Super Bowl. You don't get much hot take in that. Hi, T! Take that, take that, take that. Hi, T! Brooklyn style, baby! Brooklyn style! Hi, T! Good evening, and welcome back to another edition of the My Team Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only Talent T. Taylor. It is another beautiful day here in South Florida. It's October 19th. We're looking at it just around 80 degrees, surprisingly or not. Shortly after 8 o'clock. You are listening to the Mighty Sports Podcast on the MixLR app. Today, we have a whole lineup for you today. As we always do. Hey, if you don't realize it, we're already 12 days away from our favorite holiday. Yeah, buddy, Halloween. One day a year, we get to play dress up. And nobody judges you. <laughs> we get to take playoffs. We get, we get to talk two different kinds of playoffs. We get, we get to recap the NFL week six, break down week seven, or break down week seven, talk about week, talk, break down week six, talk about week seven. We go a little bit more into Ronda Rousey, and we're probably going to talk to some basketball today, as you already know, the sport of the sporting event that is going to be on in the background today is going to be New York Knicks preseason basketball. Now, that's not going to take away from the fact that I will take every opportunity that I can to brush or, or to peek into what is considered the major league playoffs right now. Or baseball's playoffs. So you know what I say. Let's not waste any more time. Regardless of the time, regardless of the weather, it's always a good time to start talking sports. So let's start Talking back at it like a sports fanatic. Let me crack open my water. I told you today's gonna be a good day. Today's gonna be fast. It's gonna be hard head. Now listen, if I sound excited, then you have to bear with me. I kind of am. Like there's, there's, listen, the Mighty Sports Podcast is, is, is going is going into places that, that I'm happy with, and you know, Mighty. If I'm happy, it's, it's, it's gonna show. Number one topic we get to talk today is that we start with the most important thing. In sports. And that is the chip. Currently, there's one sport and one sport only that is currently in the position to crown a title town kingship. Or in this case, a queenship. As you know what, this, this next game may have started a little bit sooner than I thought it was going to start. So automatically, let's get you up with a, with a little bit of breaking news as we have 
end of the first quarter, got 40 seconds left in the first quarter between the New York Knicks as they take on the Boston Celtics in the Garden. And I'm talking about the Garden, not the Madison, not Madison Square Garden, but the fake Garden. And something else we're going to talk about later on today when it comes to basketball. As we may just hit on this a little bit later, you know, buy it sometime for some filling. This game is currently 25-24 to 24 as we see a Boston player sit on the free throw line trying to tie up the game. Let's see here. Timeouts left, both for six. Both teams are in the penalty, are in the bonus. And like I said, baseball is somewhere, and we will try to catch this baseball game between. Who's, who's this baseball game between? Between the Cubs and the Dodgers. That is supposed to start in just about one minute at 8.08. So as we said, there's one, there's, there's one sporting franchise currently right now. And that, that is in what's considered the, the finals, um, the ultimate finals, and that is the WNBA. As we do a quick, week, a quick recap, as the last time that we spoke, that two games have passed since the last time we spoke, um, as you remember, game one, LA Sparks up to, um, took on the Minnesota Lynx, right? As I said, this, both of those teams, they continue their quest. Um, and they were tied 1-1 after game one, right? You know, LA, LA, LA won, last time we spoke, they were tied 1-1. Um, LA won game one on the road, 78-76. to um, And the Lynx won game two, or tied game two, 60-79. Um, now, game three is a game that we didn't recap, or we haven't spent any time, you know. So, game three, the Sparks impressively won game three. Behind what was considered a, or I can't say considered, which was behind a quick start behind the LA Sparks um, in the first quarter. As they stood up the first quarter, ended the first quarter, 32-17. With basically, they ended the first quarter with a 15-point lead. As we see, the Boston Celtics are now up 27. So the LA Sparks started off with a, off with a quick first quarter, 32-17. And they ultimately didn't look back. The game was never, was never brought within more than five points, to be honest with you all. Or two or three possessions, I should say. Or more than three possessions. Uh, they won that game seventy-five to ninety-two, which was basically just two points higher than the the lead that they held at the end of the first quarter. Folds and I believe it's Branson Brunson put up fourteen points each for the Minnesota Lynx, as Candace Parker put up a whopping twenty-four points to help lead the Spark to a two-one lead. Game one, decisive, I mean, game four, decisive game four. Close out final game four. What should be a, basically an elimination game four. Happens in L.A. And the Lynx, Minnesota Lynx, take game four behind 31 points for Maya Moore. That's all you have to say. Say no more. 31 points. 85-79. And what that leaves us with is game five. Tomorrow night at 8 p.m. As the L.A. Lynx take on the Minnesota, sorry, the L.A. Sparks take on the Minnesota Lynx to see which one of those two teams is going to be able to celebrate with up. Champagne showers, champagne showers.
Now the most most intriguing thing I guess about it about this so far is that neither one of these teams or home court advantage so far hasn't meant anything to either one of these teams. As we see LA Sparks go on to take game one on the road in Minnesota. And then Minnesota comes right back and in a closeout game, an elimination game, they win game four in LA. So, as it currently stands, the home court advantage has meant absolutely nothing for either one of these teams. So, you can't even say that, oh, at any, that any one of them is going <laughs> to have the advantage coming into this game because you can't predict it. Minnesota... Minnesota's gonna really hope that what happened in game one doesn't happen in game five. But we're gonna I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch. I mean we have some stars here. We have Maya Moore, we have Candace Parker, you know, we we have up and comings like like Fowles who, who are constantly doing work. Every time I look in the stat sheet I see her name. Every time I look up at the game I I, I see her making an appearance. So we're gonna see if the Minnesota <laughs> if the Minnesota links Maya Moore with the Mayo Clinic jerseys. I always thought was so fitting for her. Can find a way to win another championship. If Maya Moore can find a way. As Maya Moore and Candace Park are both already champions. And they're trying to find a way to repeat. Well, I, should, I shouldn't even say repeat. But to definitely add more hardware to what they currently have. And changing the channel now. We are going to switch over, just for a brief moment, I don't know how long we're going to stay here, to week six in the NFL. And if you listen to me in week six, then we didn't, we didn't have a bad week. I mean, we didn't have a great week. We went nine and six. In another week, uh, in another week where we saw the home teams again dominate. As the home teams went tw um, 12 and 3, probably the, the best that they've done so far this whole entire season of making sure that they hold their ground. So, Thursday night game starts off. Where right, Denver takes on San Diego. Originally, I had Denver winning this game. And this is one of the games I was, I was grossly wrong in. I was, I, was, I was honestly wrong with my first three picks as I put the first three teams to win on the road. As we all know that coming up with road wins is hard, but, but ultimately I still picked them anyway because you know what? Something about it caught my eye and you know what? It must have, and whatever it caught, right, it really let me see what was coming up in the blind spot. I, I really was blindsided. A little bit. Denver, Denver falls on a Thursday night game, which couple of factors playing there. It's a Thursday night game and it's a division rival and, and it's a division opponent. And if it's one thing you constantly hear me talk about on my T Sports podcast is how much I don't like division games because a lot of times with those games, the who's the best team does not matter. And a lot of the times when I'm determining some of these factors for games, it has nothing to do sometimes it has nothing to do with who's the better team, but who's flying across country? Who's currently hot? Is this a division team? Who, who do you know that, which coach do you know can game plan better or who do you know that can motivate better? 
And what we saw here was not only did Denver's D look a little rickety, and 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 San Diego just happened to look like they could, like they were finding what like the holes were in that Denver defense, and also finding enough to to maintain that Denver offense. San Diego ekes out a win. 13-21. That's just an eek out, but one wins this game 13-21. Next game I lose as well, as Philly loses to Washington. As Philly went into the road to Washington, this was a division game. As we see a Knicks player goes down, and it looks like it may be the guy that nickname is... I forgot his... I think his name is Christmas? Something like that? It may be him. No, it's not him at all. It's not the Christmas guy. As Philly goes in the road to take on their rival in Washington and what can, what can I say Washington Washington found a way to be, be to, to win at home and be and, and be a better a, a, a presumed better team in their division can't take it away from them that game goes down 2027 Pittsburgh falls to Miami and this is probably the first shock of the night and listen I am gonna give I'm gonna give credit where credit is due and we're gonna give a round of applause I'm gonna give credit where credit was due Miami Dolphins took care of business we'll talk about that and more when we come back on the Mighty Sports Podcast. Let me put you in the game. Being taken advantage of isn't a game and it needs to stop. Aren't you tired of being ripped off by those other guys? Then, head to Multivest Video Games and get the value you deserve on your games and gaming product. The games cost money and you shouldn't feel like you're just giving them away. So why continuously buy a membership for prices and deals that you should be getting anyway? Multivest Games not only has fair pricing and great trading deals, Multivest has a wide variety of games, not just all your popular next-gen titles, but also all your favorite old-school titles and systems. Starting as early as Atari and Nintendo, to as current as PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, and yes, that does include PlayStations, GameCubes, and Xboxes in between. Even family-owned and operated both for 10 years, just off the intersection, of 183rd and 7th Avenue in the Nurses Registry Plaza. That's conveniently located at 830 Northwest 183rd Street, Miami Gardens, Florida, 33169. Believe it or not, just five minutes from Sunlight Stadium, 790 the ticket, and oh no, let's not forget Tootsie's Adult Entertainment Center. Multivest Games, where you save more so you can play more. Welcome back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am still your host, the one and only Talent Domar Taylor. Why did they call me Talent Domar Taylor? Because if you don't know by now, all I do take is... that, take that, take that. So that's what happens. So as we come back, before we end a commercial break, right? As you, if you're still listening to the Mighty Sports Podcast and you're even listening, then you should be listening on live on Law. As we come here every Wednesday at 8 p.m. No, I'm not gonna say 8 p.m. faithfully. You know, I, I have, you know, I send them on CPT as much as I hate to admit it. You know, so we start sometime between, between anywhere between 8 and 8.07. But, ultimately, 
and generally, you can 100% find the podcast here, live, on Law at 8 o'clock. So, as, we, as before we left to go to commercial break, we were talking about the Miami Dolphins versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. And when we went into that game originally... When I went into that game, up into this game originally, I 100% told you I didn't believe that the Miami Dolphins had any chance. Miami Dolphins have the the Miami Dolphins have generally found a way to muck up a lot of victories, and and, and we're going back to a little bit of last year as well, where and a lot of this isn't. Uh, and I already know a lot of this I can even be said about the Jets too a lot this year but a lot was said ooh I gotta, I gotta stop looking at these watching these commercials I'm watching these Hardee's commercials for this Hardee's burger too bad it's not a Hardee's or a Carl's Jr. down here I would love me some of that right now that is great for a cheap day so as I was saying I, I completely I, I don't know the same could be said about, it, about the Jets this year but when it came into last year's or oh, last week's prediction, I completely said that the Dolphins had no chance whatsoever. And when I mean no chance, I mean I meant absolutely no chance whatsoever. I didn't believe that they could pull off a victory. And and it's not because they didn't have talent. Because like I said, dating back to last year, they were slated or stated to have talent. They had a Dominican Sue. They had well, the, the guy that they drafted, that they got from the CFL that was there a couple of years ago. You know, they were, they were building on something, but just as last year and many years before, the, the, the Dolphins find ways to misutilize talent. And that mis- misutilization of talent has led to their mediocre start. But, something interesting happened. The Dolphins showed up motivated to this game. And not only did they show up motivated, they executed as well. As they went after they went after the very talented Pittsburgh Steelers. And let me add this, because as as talented as the Pittsburgh Steelers are. Right, because they, they are they are a highly, highly, highly talented team. As we said, Ben Roethlisberger, one of the top five quarterbacks, about three quarterbacks in the league. But um, Bell, when he's healthy, is is considered one of the top three running backs in the league. And Big Ben could be considered one of the top three. Obviously, um quarterbacks in the league as well. I'm, I'm, I was being a little bit generous with my rank. I didn't want to make sure I overranked him a little too much, but he's definitely top. He's, def- he's definitely there. I believe he's top four. You know, top five is just being safe in case there's somebody I'm missing. But there's also their wide receiver that we still haven't even gotten to yet. Yes, this guy, the guy that's making ridiculous catches. All over the place, looking like Spider-Man, and he has to be Spider-Man because I'm, I am considered all dirty, all dirty player to be Venom, because <laughs> he is poisoning that Giants team from within, even though he looks to be very good for them from a skill set. 
Um, ooh, as O'Quinn makes a nice little layup. Knicks go up 43-35. A little under eight minutes left. As if you're unaware, if you're unaware, if you're unaware, just let you know a little bit of breaking news. <laughs> the Cleveland Indians have advanced to the World Series for the first time when I go with 30-something years. Maybe 30. We'll talk about that a little bit more later on the Mighty Sports Podcast. So I had Miami Dolphins dead to right. And the Miami Dolphins went in there and they attacked Ben Roethlisberger. And they, they did the one thing that you probably knew that everybody has always known. Like Ben Roethlisberger has always been a guy that's been hard, difficult to take down. But if you can constantly get him moving around, having to readjust that arm of his, keep pressure on him. This is from the Rex Ryan days that, 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 that you should be well aware of this. I've constantly seen him go up against Baltimore back in those days. If you find a way to keep pressure on him, you can find a way to get them. It's not going to be easy. Because you, you have to make it your mission for the day and you have to be relentless. And the Miami Dolphins attacked early. And they never stopped. They refused to stop. They didn't stop. Couldn't stop. They won't stop. They hit Ben Roethlisberger enough times that they basically sent Ben Roethlisberger out of the game. Roethlisberger does manage a way to find himself back into the game. Just to lose. And now... 15 to 30, might I add. It was that kind of game. But now, may I add you, like, how, how unfortunate do you think that Pittsburgh is? Or, because you have to think about it. Ben Roethlisberger, ben Roethlisberger continue, con- considered top five quarterback, right? Um, Their running back, Bell, considered top five, top three running back. Their wide receiver is considered the best wide receiver. The best wide receiver in the league. The only competition they're talking about him with, they're not talking about Julio Jones. I put up 300 yards the other day and one touchdown. (laughs) They're not talking... They're not talking old dirty player. You know, they they stopped talking about the the guys in Denver. They're not talking about Des Bryant. It's been old, dirty player and a Pittsburgh wide receiver. Antonio Brown. That's been it. Now, unfortunately, and the reason I say that Pittsburgh may be slightly unfortunate is only because since they've been considered to have all three of these pieces, I can't recall how often all three of them have played together. And then we see what happens when they all do. Like, highly talented on paper. Kind of like the Jets. I mean, obviously without the Hall of Famer kind of people. No quarterback. But, highly talented on paper. But, just not able to keep finding a way to... To fulfill the promise that... The paper says that their skills have. If that makes any sense. Ben Roethlisberger is now going to be out for approximately, what's this, four to eight weeks. 
Um, be to begin this season, they didn't have Bell. To end last season, they didn't have Brown. To begin last season, they didn't have Bell. And a part of, like, you understand, like, even Ben Roethlisberger, since, the, since he's been in the league, because he is a big boy, he takes a lot of hits. Cam Newton's gonna, listen, we're gonna, we're gonna have to get very used to this, even with Cam Newton. So don't be surprised when Cam Newton starts missing games, too. Ben Roethlisberger's only played in about three or four complete seasons in his 13-year career. He's the big boy that was able to move early and able to move the ball with his feet and take a lot of hits. We already saw him see them with Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck is already starting to miss games. Cam Newton just caught his first concussion. Jacksonville goes into Chicago and wins that game 17 to 16. As Jack that Chicago's just having issues. Jacksonville has I mean Chicago has has people has people and players and places that can produce numbers for them, but they, but they just can't find a way to win games right now. And this is a far cry from the days of of, of Earl Lacker and the 46 Bears and 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 the Buddy Ryan's of the world. Cleveland goes in. Cleveland goes into Tennessee and they take an L. As you know, we had Jacksonville and Tennessee both winning their games. Tennessee takes that game 28 to 26. Now the game that I, I was kind of off, that was a hard pick if you listen to me. And I, and I told, I warned you guys, I, I really did. I warned you 100% that before I picked the Cincinnati New England game, I was 100% picking with my heart and not my head. I wanted Cincinnati to beat New England, even though I didn't think they had a chance whatsoever. And very early in the game, it was proven that they had no chance as New England takes that game 35 to 17. So I'm telling you right now, for the record books, I'm not even considering this one an L for me. Because I told you that the only reason I'm picking this is because of Cincinnati. Like, so I'm walking this as a W for the Mighty Sports pick. I just have a hard time picking New England. Like, I have a hard time picking against the Jets. But you should know when I'm not picking against the Jets and when I'm picking against the Jets. San Francisco flies into Buffalo. Colin Kaepernick finally gets off of his knees to get a start. And... They get demolished by Buffalo. Completely demolished. 45 to 16. And it, and I'm not gonna lie to you, when it has Jets fans looking at Rex and Buffalo and wondering. Like, has, has he and not, not even wanted him back. I'm not I'm not even gonna lie. It's not even that I want him back because to have him to have the Rex Ryan that was still there would have meant to still have the Rex Ryan that was there. And the Rex Ryan that was there was the Rex Ryan that started out this season. Rex Ryan that, that that still felt the need to be to, to meddle on defense a little bit. Rex Ryan that still felt the need to, to meddle on offense. Rex Ryan that was doing everything else but motivate and manage his team. He didn't need to coach offense. Or offense is his thing. He doesn't need to worry about defense or anything. He has his twin brother to go there and 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 does and, and call plays that he does not have to question. He has that same kind of aggressive mentality that he does. They fire their offensive coordinator. They make a couple of tweaks, and now we see Buffalo. Putting up 30 something points on a consistent basis. As they now improve, what is this, 4 and 1, 4 and 2? Some, some ridiculous record like that? Baltimore goes into New York as they take on the Giants. And Baltimore loses 23 27. And I say Baltimore. Baltimore lost that game 23-27 because I still don't know how much I want. And I told you, even this was, was kind of a hard pick. 
I'm not sure how much the Giants won this game. As like I said, old dirty player, old DP, old whatever you want to call him, finds another way to make a spectacle of himself. As now he's he's caught. What, he, what he did he do this time? He proposed. <laughs> he proposed to the net that he called a he last week for beating him up two weeks ago. So now we kind of see that. Now, so now we kind of see Odell Beckham's mentality that. After he after that after he gets beat up by a dude, he likes to get on his knees to service him. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's how this thing looks to me. Detroit loses to Detroit. Take um takes out L. A. Thirty one to um twenty eight as L. A.'s little mini run um fails. And I told you, like I I the only reason I I thought this game was a little iffy was because. Of the fact that LA was flying all the way across town, as LA has found a way to to look a little bit more rejuvenated this season. New Orleans takes on Carolina. We're gonna talk more about this game when we come back for the break because this qualified for the multi vest game of the week. That and more when we come back from this commercial break. They didn't join this team to win championships or become famous. They joined because there is important work to be done and only some able to do it. They are brighter, Mom, better led and equipped than any team in history. They are doctors, lawyers, engineers, technologists, and combat troops, all prepared for whatever comes their way. You'll find them where the lights don't flash, and the only contract they sign is with themselves and their country. One day, they may be asked what they did to make a difference in this world, and they can respond, I became a soldier. Welcome back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am still your host, Talent T. Taylor. If you're listening, once again, thank you again for listening, first of all. And if you're listening, you should be listening on the MixLR app on the Mighty Sports. Thank you. Don't worry, guys. The website is coming soon so that you can find everything that I have on one centralized location. I'm just going to plug it now. It's coming soon. MightySports.net sitting working you know I have the tech heads working on the web page you know so once we get that squared away you don't have to worry about downloading all these other platforms to find me you'll be able to find me in one place one place only mightysports.net we talk about everything net related baseball basketball football hockey tennis table tennis rugby I don't even know if there's a, if there's a net in rugby, to be honest with you. But I'm pretty sure the, the fans are protected by something. There's a net there. So, the New Orleans versus Carolina game. Because <laughs> we don't want to get sidetracked too much. And as, as I do remind you that the Knicks are playing the Boston Celtics in the preseason game. And they are currently up. <laughs> 49. How about... Achoo! Woo! Achoo! Bless me. As I'm, as I am about to, as listen, this is a preseason game, but we're about to find out if we can locate also this baseball game that is currently going on, because 
we have a possible elimination game on our hands. And if they don't find a way to pull it off, we're going to have two teams. Actually, nope. I'm sorry. What am I saying? What am I saying? What am I saying? 808. You know what I'm saying. So, New Orleans takes on Carolina. In a game that I told you where we needed to monitor for Cam Newton's health. That I wasn't sure if Cam Newton was going to play by the time this podcast came out last week. Even though there was indication that he had started practicing. You know, but I wasn't sure if he was clear to play yet. Very quickly, this game was 24-10 to 10 at the half. In the favor of New Orleans. As Carolina's defense... It's starting to look actually a lot like New Orleans defense, where they are constantly con- and, and the Jets defense. Let me, I mean, let me not just just talk about teams and not act like my team is out here, like putting up phenomenal work out there and they're immune from ridicule. No, 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 not not one, not in one bit whatsoever. This team definitely, definitely, definitely deserves ridicule, and they're gonna get the ridicule exactly where you know when when it's. When, it, when, when they should. So, like I said, New Orleans defense is going to look like a lot like Carolina's, which is complete opposite of last year's defense. Where they were not only were they getting to the quarterback, but the linebackers were making plays. They were they were able to they were able to cover, you know, at least somebody coming out the backfield, a running back or two, a tight end or two. But more importantly, you quickly see the them missing them missing Josh Norman, and I don't know. I, Josh Norman, I kind of look like it's kind of like Kevin Durant right about now. Like, stop talking about your old team, but also people need to stop asking them about their old team. So automatically, like we kind of assume that this game should have been a shootout. And watch this next game. It's also a division game. Watch it. Watch the next time they play. Be watch it be a complete opposite. Watch it be the absolute complete opposite. Watch it be like ten to thirteen. <laughs> so very quickly, like I said, Carolina jumps on the half twenty four ten. Um, the only. The only thing that kind of saved this half, to be honest with you, that made it 24-10, because initially it was just 24-3, is based off the simple fact that Cam Newton, in the red zone, about 15, 20 yards out, well, just right on the edge of the end zone, maybe 10, seconds close to 15 yards out, does this incredible jump shot of a play. That basically gets them the touchdown. Now, this quickly becomes thirty-one ten, and and then Carolina, <laughs> Carolina starts their comeback. Like I said, it quickly becomes thirty-one ten, very quickly becomes thirty-one ten. Carolina starts their comeback. 
as they're fortunate to get a pass interference in the end zone. Now this happens when the score is still 24-31. So the touchdown makes the score 30-31. to They go to attempt the extra point kick. And obviously they miss it. So New Orleans gets the ball back. And in Drew Brees fashion, which, oh my god, why, every time I watch New Orleans and Drew Brees play, like Drew Brees is one of them guys, like he is... Drew Brees is must see TV. Like, he is incredible. He is absolutely freaking incredible to watch. He hooks up with a bomb, like a 40, 50 yard bomb to, Brand to Brian, Brandon, to Cook. Which helps New Orleans go up 38 to 30. Carolina gets the ball back. Cam Newton starts marching back downfield. And once again, Carolina. As I told you, the defense is bad. Because Carolina is getting shredded for yardage on, you know, on defense. But New Orleans, they're not, they, New Orleans like, aren't getting beat on defense. They're getting penalized on defense for the second time in a decisive moment. They get a pass interference in the end zone. That sets up a Cam Newton run to make this game 36 to 38. Carolina makes the two point conversion as Cam Newton this time decides to use his arm and not, well, obviously, he had to not, not rely on his legs. As he passes for the two-point conversion. But once again. You know, like in, in, in Drew Brees fashion. He goes marching down the field. Marching down the field. And you see it on Cam Newton's face. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Not again. As New Orleans works them works their way into field goal range, and with 16 seconds left, field goal down the upright, New Orleans wins, 41 to 38. New Orleans advances or improves to two and three, as Carolina fall to one and five. And unless Carolina plans on pulling off, and we're not finding this game today. Unless Carolina pulls off a season like they pulled off two years ago. The Carolina Panthers are currently in the same position as the New York Jets. Soak that in. Kansas City goes to Oakland and takes out Oakland at home. As I told you, like as as much as Oakland was was on their little was, was on a nice little hot hot spree. As we see, oh hold on, hold on, hold on, one second, folks. We have some breaking news. <laughs> as we see Marcus Smart for the Boston Celtics being taken 
off the field, helped off the court, not being able to put pressure on what looks like his left leg. Preseason basketball. This is going to see, you automatically know what this leads to. This is going to lead to a discussion if we should be playing preseason games or if there's too many preseason games or whatnot. No, like, I, I, I hate that discussion. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not a big fan of it, but we may have it if we if we ever run into a time where we just need to kill Tom. But if you've known how this podcast goes in this football season, there's never enough time. So much so that, yeah, we may start getting the Bite Sports podcast on a daily basis. I mean, let me not get ahead of myself. I'm not going to say a daily basis. Several times during the week. We definitely going to do this morning show. We're going we to work on this morning show. Because a couple times we, need, we just need to talk. We just need to talk. Oh, as we see Marcus Moya, he's down there showing the replay. He's thriving in pain. And so let's continue, let's continue, let's continue. Because we still got to do our picks for week seven. And we're, and we're still talking about week six. I mean, was week six really that compelling? Like, are, we, are we surprised? I mean, what, I, we were surprised that Andy Reid went into Oakland and was able to take out the young Oakland team that is still learning to win. 26 to 10. Are we surprised that Dallas is still winning as they beat Green, as they go into Lambeau Field and take out the Green Bay Packers 30 to 16? I told you, I hadn't put that. I'm not going to say I'm not surprised. What I am going to say is that I am starting to believe the hype. Only because they are doing something that I think that the Jets need to do themselves. Is that they need to go young and they need to go vanilla. We'll get more into that when we talk about when we talk about the Jets pick. Seattle takes out Atlanta. And as, and as I told you, in this in this particular case, I didn't believe in the hype. That was Atlanta. And it's not that I didn't I don't believe in the hype that's Atlanta. More than is the fact that I believe in the hype that is Seattle. That has been Seattle for the last four or five years now. That has been Seattle. The yeah, Seattle that has gone to two Super Bowls and are we talking was it three? Four NFC championship games? Have they gone to all four? Can't remember. I know one year they faced the, they faced San Francisco. Another year. Well, that's the year they beat San Francisco. See, they won a Super Bowl. We gotta recall on this. We know they, but they they they've been that team. They have been the state. They have been the New England of the NFC. To honestly think about it, there's been no other more consistent team in the last four or five years in the NFC outside of Seattle. Because even Arizona we don't believe in most of the time. Houston holds off Indiana as... I'm not sure what's going on in Indiana anymore. I'm about to start really paying attention to their team. This is a game that we picked against the Odd Maker. Me and the Odd Maker both had Indiana. I'm going to tell you something that did happen, though, with that game between Houston and Indiana. That game 
allowed me. Allow me to win my fantasy football game for this week. We're not gonna take too long as we're coming up on, on a hard break here. But I went to sleep. I'm gonna be honest. With you, I went to sleep that night, knowing that I was gonna lose my fantasy football game for that week. The person, the other person I was playing against, had Indiana players. He knew he was gonna win. Next, you know, I wake up and I win by three points. Happy birthday, Andreas. That's how you get to celebrate it. Jets lose to Arizona. Monday night game. We're not surprised. I'm not surprised. The only reason I picked the Jets because I'm a Jets fan, and that's even going to start becoming hard to do for the rest of this season. We're going to talk about that and when we come back from commercial. Because while I may be searching for the Jets to win another game this season, what I'm not searching for is what to do on a Friday. So let me tell you what you need to stop doing. You need to stop worrying. You need to stop thinking. You need to head down to Capone's Nightclub in downtown Fort Lauderdale. This is where you're going to find DJ Scepter mixing in the lounge room. This, 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 you see, you can start dancing. You can start drinking. Or vice versa, if you're a little bit shy, you start drinking first, you loosen up a little bit, you get that liquid courage in you, then you drink so you can start dancing. But whatever you do, you make sure you do this with DJ Scepter every single Friday from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. Ladies, you bring your sexy, fellas, bring your swag. It's going down at Capone's. Wait, there's more. I said, always more. I don't know what he's doing on a Saturday because those happens to be private events. So I'm going to tell you how to get in contact with him for a Saturday event. But if you're ever trying to figure out doing a Wednesday night, Tonight on hump day, the night of all nights in the middle of the week when you get your squeaky, squeaky, squeaky on. Find DJ Scepter at O'Malley's from, from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. DJ Scepter playing everywhere that you want to be. Birthdays, weddings, bar mitzvahs, quinceanera, bachelorette and bachelorette parties. Ladies, he'll jump out of a cake and mix a one-two for you. DJ Scepter puts a raw touch on everything. Reservations for that Saturday private event is go to bookings at djscepter.com. Welcome back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am still your host, Talent T. Taylor. If you are still listening, you are still listening on the Mix and Law app. I hope you've downloaded. I hope you're listening as we go live every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. And pretty soon, a couple more times as we happen to find ourselves with a little bit more free time on our hands than we normally used to. Since we talk about this Monday night game, right? Arizona Jets. And let me just say something that I said last year. I kind of hope the Jets. Remember, I said I, I hope the Jets lost at the end of last season, the, the, the very decisive game against the Bills. I hope they lost and missed the playoffs because I was hoping it was going to help them get motivated this year, so that they can come out with a hot start. Now, not for nothing, from the moment that the Jets schedule came out, every single Jets fan out there should have looked at this or looked at this. At least the ones that I know looked at this and was like, "Have you seen the beginning of the schedule?" 
beginning of the schedule is horrific. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know if we're even going to find a way to eke out a win. If we do, it may be against Buffalo. And guess what? The one victory that we do have is against Buffalo. And we don't predict it being anybody. This is part of the reason why I think at the beginning of the season, we always thought like there was always... We, if, you, if you've really been paying attention, whoever's going to go out there was going to have a difficult time and kind of be a sacrificial lamb because we were going to be playing... What was it? Uh, I think the first six games was going to comprise of at least five playoff teams from last year. Well, last year at this time, we only played one playoff team at this point. I was going back to, uh, to my Facebook memories. And yeah, at this point in time last year, we were flying high. I mean, who's over here sounding like Joe Santana and Jim Jones? We high all night, and you know this, Brooklyn. You know. So we thought we thought we had something good going on, and then what happens? Things start to crash last year, and we start to falter. Kind of what we thought was going on this year. We we, we thought we was gonna have a hard time this year, and we're kind of having a hard time this year, and it is showing. Jets lose another hard one. 28-3 as we found another game where Ryan Fitzpatrick does his Fitz magic. And throws more interceptions than he does touchdown. So thank God that we get to start another week. So before we start that week off, let's go into a couple of other things. And I told you, Cle Cleveland Indian wins game 5, 3-0. Over the Blue Jays as they advance to the World Series. So Cleveland right now as a whole as a city is celebrating. I mean, you had LeBron James and and the Cleveland Cavaliers just win a championship for the NBA. Something that you know hasn't been done in how long? Come back from a 3-1 deficit. We had the Miz. The Miz win an intercontinental championship. Bring some pride and joy to Cleveland. Actually, some hardware that matters. And now, for the first time in God knows how long, like I said, almost 30 years approximately, we see the Cleveland Indians make it to the World Series as they wait for the winner. Between the Cubs and the Dodgers today. I started 808. We should be getting some kind of updates on this. As I'm gonna tell you right now, I've been listening to the club I've been listening to the to the Cubs fans. And Chicago had so Chicago fan base has their own little curse that they were worried about, just like how the Cleveland Indians were. And right now they're fronting. Like Everything that has gone right up to this point, the great manager, the great this, and the great dad, and, and, and everything that's worked out, is looking to this uh, as if it's just crumbling by the wayside, and Cub fans are nervous. They're scared. And they have every right to be. We're going to see if the Cubs can manage... To go up against the Brooklyn Dodgers. To, to, to win a couple of games against the Brooklyn Dodgers. And I know what I just called them. That's what I've always called them. 
in my heart, that's what I've called them. Listen, once you're Brooklyn, you're always Brooklyn. It doesn't matter where you relocate to. You understand? Like, I got the Brooklyn thing up there. I should have a Brooklyn! But we're we, we going to hold off. We're going we gonna to hold off on that. As we finally get to week seven of the NFL. And week seven starts off with two things. Carolina has a bye. Dallas has a bye. So, if you're a fantasy football player, take those people out. Take those players out. And get yourself players that matter. And I, and I say this more for my Women's Fantasy Football League, which kind of disappoints me that all of you guys, uh, all of my Women's Fantasy Football players are not listening to the Mighty Sports Podcast. Because if you were, you would be able to get a couple of tips out there. Like, how... Like I, I have a way to look into your league and how some of these players are still available besides me. But we're not going to take too much time because the, the show ends very soon and we still haven't recapped week seven. So here we go with the week, my T-Sports week seven picks. Thursday night game, we have Chicago taking on Green Bay. And even though Green Bay has been finding ways to falter and lose, and lose here and there, just remember what Aaron Rodgers said to us last year. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. And if there's any team out there that can help you get over the hump again, if you've been struggling outside of the Jets and maybe Cleveland, I'm gonna put Chicago in that poll as well. So I have Green Bay taking um taking this victory over Chicago. Now, when it comes to the, um, the New York Giants and what's gonna be this game, the next game against the LA Rams. I have to remember the LA Rams, not the St. Louis Rams, LA Rams. I am applying the simple Reaganomics of the of the fact that the New York Giants are gonna have to fly across country to go play the LA Rams. It's also a 1 o'clock game, which means that for the Giants, they're going to feel like they're playing at 8 o'clock. And Odell, and the, Odell Beckham's going to be a cranky little bitch. And LA Rams are going to find a way to get underneath his skin. I'm sorry. It's, gonna, it's, it's not going to be on the kind of time that he likes. Listen, you're talking about Odell Beckham, superstar Odell Beckham. Old dirty player Odell Beckham is going to go from New York and has the opportunity to go to LA for a couple of days. Not only is he not going to get proper sleep, right he, this early game is going to mess with his game clock. He's going to be cranking. He's going to be acting a fool. And we are going to see old diva player. Old diva Beckham. Is that going to be his name? Old diva Beckham? I think that's going to be his new name. I see Kansas City taking on New Orleans. Only because, like I said, the same reason why why I fear Kansas City in certain instances is because of the Andy Reid factor. Andy Reid is a hell of a coach. And, it is, and I, I am no longer going to underestimate the kind of coach that Andy Reid is. Andy Reid can make anybody look good. And he has found and he does that. And he can make any any quarterback on the opposing side look bad. Even Drew Brees. Especially when that team does not have a proper defense to be able to stop anybody's offense. Which means that if you're an if you're an um Al, what's his name? Alex 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 Fudge. I can't remember the quarterback for his for his name, but Alex something. Or something Alex. But if you're owner of that guy, you should start him. He should have a big game. 
I have Minnesota over Philly because Minnesota's defense is Minnesota's defense. Minnesota's defense has been gobbling up people. So even though Minnesota's going to fly across country, which I told you to be scared of, but I, 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 it's against a Philly. It's against. It's against not only his former team, Sam Bradford's former team, right? And he's coming and he's coming into hostile territory. I see Minnesota's defense being a little bit more stout than Philly's defense, even though Philly's defense is, is very very good, and Philly's defense should know. Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford should know how to thread that Phillies defense. To be honest with you, pick Philly. <laughs> pick Philly for the upset. I'm telling you right now, pick Philly for the upset. And I call it an upset because Minnesota, Minnesota, I, I think is a slightly better team. Sam Bradford is the experienced guy. Sam, Braff, um, Sam Bradford has, has the defense behind him. You know, they're missing their running game and a bunch of other crucial pieces. I pick, pick Philly for the upset. Now this next game is the game that we are gonna pick as we're gonna pause this music for a while so that we can give you now the pick between me and the odd maker. And I do apologize. The odd makers is not preloaded today. We don't have the we don't have the odd maker in it. I mean it all really depends. Like, is this something that you want today? Because we have we're strapped for time. So we're not gonna waste any more time. We're gonna get right into the odd maker pick. Drum roll, please. Nice. Odd maker picks the away team. So the odd maker picks, <clears throat> excuse me, the odd maker picks Indiana to come away with that victory. As I don't know what, and per, personally, the reason why I wanted I wanted the odd maker to pick this game because I don't even know if I wanted to go against the odd maker on this one because I simply cannot figure out who to pick against this team. Um, Andrew Luck and, and and Indiana have been looking bad as they don't protect Andrew Luck, and I can almost say the same thing about Marcus Mariota. I don't really know where they're going. So what I am actually going to do, going to go against the odd maker. I'm going to pick the home team. I am just 100% going to pick the home team to win there. I have Buffalo beating Miami. I have Buffalo beating the brakes off of Miami. Sorry. <laughs> we don't mean to say it like that. I do apologize. I really do apologize. But I do expect Buffalo to, to beat Miami. Miami... Miami's still Miami. Miami had a good game last week. I don't know if Miami could stay motivated for two weeks in a row. But the thing about it, I don't know if Buffalo could stay motivated for this long. Especially when they come down to Miami. Cocaine capital. I'm just saying. But no, Buffalo's, Buffalo's, <laughs> Buffalo players aren't going to get in trouble for cocaine in Miami. Because it gets out of their system too long. They'll get, some, they'll get in trouble for a DUI. I'm gonna pick Detroit to take out Washington. I don't. I don't see Washington going into Detroit taking out Matthew Stafford and them boys. Even though Washington does show flashes of improvement, I guess is the word to say. I'm still going with Detroit. I'm still going with Detroit there, and the odd maker is going with the away team. They're going with Washington on this one. Yes, I picked. The, the odd maker did a choice on that one. I see Cincinnati taking on, um, gonna, um, winning the Ohio Bowl on this one. Oakland. This is a game that I'm considering the battle of the up-and-comers. And I wholeheartedly believe that Oakland should be able to take off Jacksonville. Even though, once again, this is, those, this is one of those fly-across-the-country kind of things that always makes me nervous. And I don't know if... Listen... This is gonna be this is gonna be a birthday present to you, Dre. I'm not ever gonna doubt it. 
though I'm not, I'm not gonna doubt the fly across the country effect on this one. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna rule it out. I'm picking Oakland to win this game over Jacksonville. <clears throat> I have the Jets winning this game, but you guys know who I really have winning this game. If, 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 if you're, if you're a betting man, bet on Baltimore. Bet on Baltimore. And bet on Joe Flacco to have seven touchdowns. I have Atlanta winning what I see a potential shootout going um, going on between them and San Diego. I see San Francisco beating Tampa Bay. Because this is where I'm actually going to apply the rule that a team is not going to go from Florida to San Fran. See, see Oakland and Jackson is a little bit different. At least Jacksonville is a 4 o'clock game, if I'm not mistaken. Which means that it's going to feel like about 1 o'clock for Oakland. Which is okay for them. When Tampa Bay goes into San Fran. Yeah, who knows. I also like them flying across the country. I'm telling you, it makes no sense. These, these, these things don't add up. These things don't add up. They're willy-nilly. They're all over the place. New, New, New England should take advantage of Pittsburgh being banged up. Without, I was gonna pick New England to beat um to beat Pittsburgh, New England to beat Pittsburgh anyway. Without even before finding out that Ben Roethlisberger wasn't gonna be injured, only because I I just figured that Bill Belichick was gonna find a way to eliminate something enough that was gonna stop Pittsburgh from doing what they generally do. Listen, Bill Belichick is the ultimate cheater, and that was the team that he was gonna need to pull out all the strings to beat because that is also the team that. Everybody has been was already proclaiming that they were gonna face in the playoffs if they were gonna make if they were even gonna attempt to make it to the Super Bowl again. I have Seattle taking out Arizona as I've told you before. I just don't believe in sometimes you just I just don't believe in the team and I don't believe in what Arizona has. Carson Palmer has been a little rickety to me and even though he has every single weapon on, in the world, we're talking about three wide receivers and two running backs. Run. I, I don't and, 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 a, and a defense that should be stout. I, I don't I don't believe in Carson Palmer like I, like like how most people don't believe in Ryan Fitzpatrick. He he makes me that kind of nervous. And last but not least, to close out the show. Denver takes on Houston. And this is a game where I'm gonna need Houston to prove that its offense is better than Denver's defense right now. Because until that happens, still giving Denver the benefit of the doubt. They started out this season hot, showing that Denver can do that defense can do things from this year, last year, and the year before. And as we've seen so far this year, as with Philly, as with Minnesota, as with a couple teams out there, Denver, I'm not Denver, but defense can definitely push your team. And I see Denver's defense pushing them to a victory over Houston. In that Monday night game. Thank you guys for listening. I do appreciate it. As I, as I always say. As I always do. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Remember. Please stay tuned. Stay blessed. Don't stress. As I, as I keep telling you. The many platforms. That you can find. The Mighty Sports. Whether it's on Facebook. It's on SoundCloud. It's on Twitter. It's on. It's on. Oh, what is it? Snapchat. It's on SoundCloud, it's on TuneIn, it's on MixLR. And now we do have the MyTSports.net webpage. You're going to be able to find all of that on the webpage. So we're working on this. And we're going to bring it to you. 
And don't forget to tune in live next week at 8 o'clock. Mix the Law app. Download it. Listen. Stay tuned. Stay blessed. Don't stress. Sorry, boys. All the stitches in the world can't sew me together again. Lay down. Lay down. Always knew I'd make a stop there. But a lot later than a whole gang of people thought. Last call for drinks. Bars closing down. Sun's out. Where are we going for breakfast? Don't want to go far. Rough night. My team!